Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. I am Dr. Simon, and my show is called The Stories We Live By. And today, I want to talk about a topic that I'm not sure I can manage. Um, it's unprecedented, as far as I'm concerned, this particular topic. Um, I don't even know where to start in many ways, even though I am prepared. I always try and prepare. Um, And the title of it is Stories Built on Facts, Lies, and Delusions. And I want to discuss the difference between a fact, uh, that is a lie, and a delusion. Um, Because something unprecedented is happening, as far as I'm concerned, in American history and that is the the uh the facts the basic facts and i'm going to avoid the word truth here but facts that uh we share as a nation uh the news that gives us facts um science that gives us facts uh when the law determines the guilt or innocence of somebody It has to be based upon actual facts. That is, events that have been experienced, seen, heard, smelled, felt. And that establishes a fact, something that has been directly experienced, some type of event, a something. Something's taken place. Somebody did something. Something happened to somebody. Something happened in nature. Uh, There was a storm. Uh, I watched golf this weekend, and Jordan Spieth hit a shot out of a bunker to win a tournament that was hard to accept as a fact. (laughs) It was something you just don't see often. And yet there it is on television, uh, and millions of people see it, It is established, therefore, as a fact. Now, when a newspaper reports a fact uh, as, as, you know, something that really happened, somebody did something or said something, uh, it requires, the editor requires in a legitimate newspaper that they get their evidence that this event took place from two independent uh, sources. That is, two sources, uh, two people or two kinds of information that are independent of one another, that haven't colluded uh, and agreed to provide uh, this evidence. Um, Science uh, creates facts, and when somebody observes a phenomena and reports it, um, it's reported in such a way that uh, anybody who reads the report that established the fact that some kind of uh, microscopic organism exists or that a particle in physics exists uh, or that something happens when some independent event affects another event. Um, It has to be reported in such a way that anybody can replicate the observing situation and get for themselves the same fact establish the same fact. Okay? And this is how it's always been done in the emergence of science. In law, 
we have to make sure that if somebody says uh, they saw a crime or they saw somebody do something, uh, that it is reported under oath. And uh, the more evidence, the more corroborating evidence uh, that the police and, and the criminal justice system uh, can put together to establish it as a real fact, an event that actually took place, was seen, heard, touched, smelled, felt. That's how it works. Now, lies are the creation of a fact that isn't true. When we lie and we saw somebody do something, or when we make up a report uh, and, and report it as an event that happened, um, and there is no corroboration, um, then my intent was to create a fact that really doesn't exist for whatever personal gain I want to achieve. Money, power, uh, sexual, uh, a, a sexual uh, act uh, to impress somebody. In other words, anything that uh, wasn't really in evidence, in fact, that I say or someone says took place, was seen, was heard, but didn't. That's a lie. Now, delusions uh, fall under, and I'm, again, they fall under what the psychiatry and clinical psychology call a pathological behavior, but they're basically um, a belief that something happened that didn't happen in which there was no intent to lie. The individual with a delusion, I, I'm working with somebody, I worked with somebody some time ago who believed that her money was being taken, uh, was being stolen, and there was no way to corroborate this. And for a while, I really thought it might be happening. And yet as time went by, uh, the evidence was clear that the individual believed these events had taken place, but they really didn't. But she wasn't lying. There was no intent to make up a story. It was out of her own psychological need to believe something because it made her life make sense. It, 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 it got her off the hook in a number of ways emotionally. And I won't go into it because um, <clears throat> there's no need to. So delusions are lies we tell ourselves but we don't know it's a lie. We don't know we're making up a story, that we're creating facts because we need to on some psychological level. All right? So we have, we have then facts, true facts, and we have lies that establish false facts and delusions which also create false facts, but they're not... Um, they're not malevolent. There's no intent to fool anybody. Now, people lie all the time. People have delusions all the time. And people establish and report facts all the time. Our survival, in many ways, are based upon the facts, the real facts that we accumulate from infancy into adulthood that allow us 
to prosper, to stay alive, to be successful, to create, to do all of the things that make our life uh, worthwhile and successful because we have information and we know things to be so, uh, so that we can satisfy our needs and solve our human problems. And we are all loaded with facts. We lie. We lie to ourselves. And interestingly, when we lie to ourselves, we know we're lying to ourselves. And it really creates all kinds of difficult internal struggle when an individual tries to lie away something, their real motive, the motive that they know to be a fact, if you will, about why they said something to somebody. Or an individual some time ago that I knew who really had a serious rectal bleeding and lied to himself that this, in fact, was uh, anything serious and died because rather than face the fear and deal with it and go to the doctor, now he wasn't deluding himself. If he successfully deluded himself uh, that the blood was whatever, he wouldn't have had all the anxiety he had. It wouldn't have been all this terrible struggle until he could no longer maintain the, the lie uh, that uh, this fact really had to come out in the open, had to be treated. Now, we have a situation going on in the United States, um, and I'm going to—I put in my in my episode information uh, the 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 details. Uh, some couple of years ago, I don't remember the exact date, a mass murder took place of little school children in uh, Sandy Hook which is in Newtown, Massachusetts, uh, Connecticut. And uh, a teacher was murdered, and a good number, I think it was about 20, small children were shot in the head and killed. Horrendous set of facts. Horrendous. And everybody I know uh, uh, who, who found out about these facts from newspaper reports and not just one television reporters uh, from interviews with people who were on the scene and reported the facts everyone a believed these events had taken place and b were horrified and sickened um, and and for me uh, i knew that that something is going on with guns in this country uh, and, and, and the people who own them, uh, that really has to be seriously addressed. And this is not a show to talk about the politics of guns. Um, but it, it was such, it was, it was an awful, awful experience, specifically for more for people who have had children and people who had children of the age in which kindergartners, first graders, second graders, really little ones who had been slaughtered this way. Now we know that there is a fellow by the name of Alex Jones, Alex Jones. And Alex Jones, uh, through his, his website and, and what he writes, claims that th there are no such facts, real facts, 
to prove that uh, Newtown Mass, that the massacre took place. It's a false story. It's a lie. And it's some kind of conspiracy created by, uh, and I forget at the moment who he thinks the conspiracy uh, was about. And what we have then is this horrendous uh, situation in which large numbers of people who follow Alex Jones and Sean Hannity and others who are what we could call conspiracy theorists uh, believe it. It believed. So that a set of facts established as having taken place by literally thousands of people is now being called into question and large numbers of individuals are believing this Alex Jones. The story takes an even worse turn. Um, President Trump, who several days ago, uh, New York Times listed his, I think, 100 best lies, uh, chronically makes up stories I don't believe he's delusional. I really don't. Um, I don't know his motive for lying, but he constantly produces facts, puts facts into evidence that are not so. And I'm not going to go through the list. I didn't bother to, to. But he's constantly doing this. And at the same time, he attacks law enforcement, the media, uh, uh, newspapers, uh, such as the Times, uh, Washington Post, which I accept giving me real facts. Right? And he attacks uh, anybody that disagrees or takes the point of view that he is not telling the truth. And millions of people believe him. And now I see that there is a a relationship between Alex Jones and President Trump. That Alex Jones said the best moment of his life when his ideas, certain ideas, were endorsed by President Trump. So a man who has more power than any other single man in the world, who lies a lot, now endorses, in effect, an individual who says that Sandy Hook and God knows what else, are not true, not factual. Okay. President does this all the time. A thing is reported in the paper, it's fake news. It is clear to most of the people in our defense departments, CIA, the NSA, that we have been seriously attacked by Russia to uh, uh, damage or change the results of the 2016 election. And the President of the United States, and with complicity from most of the Republican Party, don't take this seriously or call it fake news. So that the party in power, the political party in power, is saying that facts that have been established 
by the people who defend us, by the CIA, the FBI, are fake news and not to be believed. Now, Richard Nixon lied like crazy. Most politicians lie because I said most of us lie. And the more power somebody has and the more they have to lose, the more uh, based upon whatever their personalities are like and what's important to them will lie. But when Nixon was found out, he didn't say, to my knowledge, that everything that came from the Washington Post was a lie. He didn't try to convince millions of people that these were not facts and that the facts of Watergate and the slush funds and the other things that were being done right out of the White House. And the Republican Party and the Democratic Party got together and did hearings, bipartisan, honest hearings, to establish what were the real facts so that action could be taken. Right? If, if laws were broken, justice had to be done. The country had to be protected from the lies of the most powerful man in the country and in the world. And we now have a situation of polarization where it's not merely the Democrats won't talk to Republicans and Republicans won't talk to Democrats that we have now for the first time, I think, in American history. People would accept their child marrying into another religion or across racial lines, but not across party lines. And it's not merely policy differences. It goes way, way down into what are the facts? How do you establish facts? When one set of 50 million people say that's fake news and the other say it's good news and vice versa. The idea of facts no longer exists. When I watch Kellyanne Conway uh, being held, her feet held to the fire by reporters about some set of facts, she says we have alternate facts. And those aren't delusions. I saw many in the press, people who are quoted professionals, oh, They're crazy. These are delusions. These are not delusions. These are consciously created lies undermining the ability of more and more Americans to know what source of of information is to be trusted. Science is under attack. It's not just the news, but science is under attack when All the scientists studying the climate change say there is a profound, dangerous, potentially disastrous climate change taking place, Uh, and, and in part through natural means, and in part through the carbon that we're dumping into the atmosphere at enormous rates. When they say this, and the very nature of the science is uh, uh, said it's not factual, it's a lie. When Senate investigating committees literally want to know the names of the scientists 
who are producing these facts, uh, individuals who have enormous judicial power and legal power, uh, we have entered into a crisis. I don't know how we're going to come out of it. Who do you believe? There are no facts. There is no fact any longer that can be held up and say, this is so. This can be seen. This can be smelled. This can be tasted. This can be heard. This can be felt. I'm terrified. I really am. Because this polarization that's taking place, especially now since the Trump administration has come in, and, and the Republicans, the bulk of the Republican House and Senate, uh, simply either remain silent or endorse, in one way or another, the lies of the president and the people around him. And millions and millions of people don't know who to believe or find themselves in what we call profound cognitive dissonance. That is, two conflicting facts that negate one another or undo one another. And what human beings tend to do under those circumstances is to psychologically blot out one set of facts for another set of facts, the alternative set of facts, which for whatever reason in their life make it easier uh, uh, to accept. We know this to be very much a part of human psychology. What happens, though, to people caught up in these situations? Facts allow us to set plans. Facts allow us to create uh, a set of, of, of uh, uh, actions that solve our problems and satisfy our needs. Without the facts, we don't know how to proceed. And as a result, as individuals, when we're ever in these situations, when we're caught in cognitive dissonance, when we're caught confronting what we know to be so because we've seen it with our own eyes and start to doubt it, is massive levels of anxiety. Unfortunately, in the uh, uh, nonsense of psychiatry, anxiety, uh, when it reaches intense proportions, is a disorder. And yes, when somebody is in a high level of anxiety, everything else stops. The anxiety freezes them. Because at that moment, this individual is in a crisis regarding the facts they need to live their life. So, while anxiety is a painful emotion, like guilt and like shame, painful emotions, they have an important uh, function in the economy and the adaptation of an individual. What anxiety is saying is find out the real facts. You can't act without real facts. Life and death situations need real facts, and they need to be uh, believed so that they become a course of action. 
I have given an example, it was such a dramatic example throughout my career. Children who are lied to by parents for one or another, after the children have seen for themselves the events being lied about. Right? I call this, who are you going to believe, me or your own eyes? I had any number of patients who come from alcoholic homes or homes where uh, mommy or daddy, most of the time mommy, was being abused. And the children observe these things. And then be told by mommy, no, daddy isn't drunk. Daddy's not drunk. He is sick. He doesn't feel well. He has a virus. And we must all be kind to daddy. And we must all be quiet uh, because we don't want to get daddy upset. A child sees mommy being battered. And mommy says, it didn't happen. I fell down. I had an accident. And now demands that the child accept and believe this event because she is terrified of what would happen if the family accepts the facts of daddy's drinking and the facts of what it produces or the fact of his abuse or her abuse because there are women who also can abuse men physically, psychologically. So it leads to anxiety. It leads to repression. It leads to tremendous internal painful conflict. And as a therapist, and I put those word, that word in quotes because I'm not creating a therapy to cure an illness, but let's get to the facts. Let's create a narrative that contains facts such that proper action can be taken so that you're no longer in anxiety, in a state of anxiety, but you can now proceed with your relationships and with your life in a way that is based upon actual information and facts rather than lies or even delusions. What happens to a society without a shared set of facts to bind the society together and set the common goals in the same way that an individual's own personal narrative of life requires a certain set of realism, of facts, to know what to do, to get a degree, to get medical treatment, to eat the right food, uh, to stay healthy, to form decent relationships, uh, uh, loving relationships, helpful relationships. Um, we are falling apart in our culture right now. We're falling apart. That there is no way to set a program when, when the people I believe are giving facts that we have literally been attacked by a hostile fire on power and that half the country will ignore or won't believe these facts, then I know that many of the people in that half must be in tremendous anxiety. They must be very, very uncomfortable, but may become radically unable to understand the facts because they want to believe the president, the Congress, 
uh, and that there's nothing really happening. There is nothing wrong. Uh, some time ago, I watched an interview of a man who had a house on the ocean somewhere, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. And he, was, he had read two books. One said that his house was in danger. And the other one said uh, that it'll be many, many years, a hundred years before the ocean rises or that anything happened to his house. And the interviewer said, well, which book do you believe? He says, I believe nothing's going to happen because I like that book better. I like what it says better, which has nothing to do with whether or not the facts. And sometimes later it was reported his house was swept away by a hurricane because the facts don't care about our delusions, our lies, our denials. They don't care. The events that are taking place and what we have to do about them have to be based upon the best factual information. And when I read the scientific reports about what's going on, and I know how science operates, that facts are not made up, but they're based on observation. Otherwise, they're called theories. That, that, that a good scientist, and there are many good scientists, live in doubt. They're constant doubt because all of the facts won't uh, uh, fit their explanations and their theories. And therefore, much more observing and testing have to be done to establish the facts within a broader context of what can be accepted as actual Let's see. I've done about 30 minutes so far. I don't know what's going to happen to us. Uh, I'm 77 years old. I can barely finish 18 holes of golf, especially when it's warm. Uh, I'm not about to die, I don't think, at any given moment. My death is a fact, but not an imminent one. But I don't have that many more years to go. I don't. That's a fact. My children, it's different, and my grandchildren, it's even more different. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to them. Who are they going to believe? Who will come to lead us? Because we do need leaders. Uh, who is going to stand up and say that the scientists and the reporters who provide facts based upon uh, a number of believable sources... Uh, are going to provide the facts to make our political decisions, our moral decisions. Who's going to do this? Right now, we are solidly in a, in a kind of a uh, netherworld that I'm not sure has existed. Well, maybe in Russia. Maybe in Russia, with the fake trials that existed. Uh, and look what happened to the Russians and look what happened in that dictatorship. Uh, it, it's, I don't want to see it happen here or anywhere else. So, uh, I don't think anybody's going to call in. Um, if somebody can call in and tell me I'm all wrong, that my facts are wrong, that there's really nothing to be worried about when the President of the United States uh, says that the newspapers produce fake news and that Alex Jones said part of that fake news 
is based on a conspiracy to have people believe that these babies were murdered in cold blood in their school along with their teacher. Um, I don't know where we are. So I think I'm going to stop. I'm going to go have some dessert. Have a good night. And may we all know the necessary facts so that we can act appropriately.